Hey everybody, it's another episode of Fly on the Wall Show. You know I'm always early. I got a special guest for you guys, Nia the Lock God. Just gonna make sure I send this to her real fast so we can get her in here for you guys. How's everybody doing today? Thank you guys for tuning in. This is going to be an amazing show. I cannot wait. I cannot wait. I cannot wait. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, man. She's early. Oh, man. She early. Yes. Hey, Nia, if you could just send me a request to go live, we can get the show started. Yes, yes, yes. At least we ever started. Hey, how you doing? I'm currently getting my nails done, so. Oh, man. But, you know, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. How you doing today? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm blessed. Thank you for asking. Thank you for joining me. This is the Fly in the Wall show. Yeah. I just want to say thank you for the opportunity. So tell the people a little bit about yourself, Nia. Um... <laughs> Uh, I'm Nia the Lock God. Yes, you are. <laughs> My real name is Nia Menerville. Um, I was a hairstylist for three years, and now I'm an entrepreneur. I sell my own hair care products. Nice, nice. So how long have you been an entrepreneur now, Nia? Um, I'm not sure if your sound is a little... Give me one second. Do you think that's what it is? I don't know. The speakers was on. Um, try to turn it up. I did. It was all of do now. Can you say something again? Yeah, can you hear me? A little bit better. I think turn the music down. Maybe that's what it is. Okay, go ahead. Uh, can you hear me now? It's the same, but it's, it's the same, right. but it's fine. Uh, let me see. Let me try to turn my sound up a little bit. Uh, how about now? That was a little bit better. Yeah, it's okay. It's fine. All right, not a problem. So, how long have you been an entrepreneur now, Nia? Um, we just made a year about. What, like three weeks ago, yeah. Three weeks uh, ago. Nice, nice. So congratulations on making a year. You have been, a, you have, you have a lot of success within this short period of time. Um, Thank talk you. Of, of course, of course. You're welcome. Talk about how it feels to have such extreme success in such a short period of time. It's only been a year. Um, I mean, well. It's pretty crazy, you know, of like things change a lot. Everything's always different all the time. Every like week, there's something new going of on. Of course. So how do you, with all these new things happening for you, you're, you're very young. Like, how do you keep balance? Like, how do you keep focus? Um, well, I'm always focused. Like I'm doing... What I love, this is my dream. This is everything to me. Like this whole community is just very comfortable for me where I want to be. And so it's not hard for me to like stay focused. Like I, I actually like will literally be annoyed if I'm distracted by other stuff. Of course. So do you often do more than one thing at once? Are you a good multitasker? Probably not. That's why I have like an assistant. Of course. Okay. Not a problem, not a problem. So well, maybe I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> not a problem. Thank you for answering the question. So I know you said like you have your own hair care products. How did you get started? Like 
was you did you always like make your own hair care products or did you start off i know you started off doing hair in a salon can you talk about that a little bit um well i started off doing hair in the salon and basically because there weren't a lot of good there weren't a lot of good lock products on the market i would never use the products that were on the market for locks i would always mix my own Okay. And, you know, and use other alternative products that were not necessarily for locks, um, like natural hair care products, because they were just better quality. Of course. Um, they're, like, lock products are very, like, the ones that are on the market, you'll see them, they're, like, really cheap. They're, like, $5. The ingredients are really cheap, very bottom-of-the-barrel type of ingredients. And when you look at the natural hair care section, the ingredients are top tier. And so with that being said, I would always use other alternative products and mix my own products. So that's kind of how I got into it. Okay. So how did you, how did you learn to make your own hair care products like YouTube or you just like went in the kitchen and started messing around? Well, I mean, as a hairstylist, it's kind of just like, you know, when you're doing the person's hair, you know, you kind of need certain things. And I mean, I started off with just an oil. So just to like clarify, maybe that like, gives you a better depiction of course um th that's not hard to mix you mm -hmm. know getting into like now the conditioner and the shampoos and everything of that nature that took a little bit more research absolutely absolutely thank you for asking so now you're in this space you have a few you, you're doing a few things you have your own salon you have your own products like are you are you employing other people now talk about that you're only 20 years old yeah i have 13 employees so you're responsible for 13 other people. How does that feel? Um, you know, it can be overwhelming at times. I mean, I love my team, of course. but you know, it's not all about me anymore. Yeah. And, you know, back in the day, it could be like, you know, I just don't feel like doing a drop, but it's like, yeah. there's people's paychecks that are involved. They have kids, they have homes, other things, bills to pay for. So, you know, you got to think about that as well. Nice. Nice. Thank you. So, wow. So now you're responsible for 13 other people. It's not just you anymore. How do you, like, how do you stay calm under pressure? Like, how, like what makes you, like, not freak out? Um, I mean, you know, sometimes you do. Of course. That's normal. Is that? Yeah, sometimes you do. And then to kind of, like, you do certain things to kind of like be okay at the end of the day. Like, you know, I've recently started a relationship with God. So I love it. I love it. I love it. Nice. Nice. So are you a very spiritual person or? No, I've actually never been religious, but like, it's literally recent. Like, I mean, like right before Cyber Monday. Okay. Okay. Speaking of Cyber Monday, congratulations. You were Thank able you. to, of course, of course. You're able to do a really phenomenal goal. You're able to make over a hundred thousand dollars in only thirteen minutes. Yeah, I can only imagine some people not making that in a year. You're able to watch your numbers go up in a short period of time. Like, what was the feeling? I, I seen the video. I seen your reaction. What was going through your mind when you was able to experience that? Um, it was a great day. Cool. I was really really happy. Was super like on this like super high for like a long time for the entire mm -hmm. day. And even the next morning, like, I still couldn't really, like, think straight. Like, I couldn't really, like, 
Like I was very flustered still. Of course. I was still flustered um, because I would like literally it was like there was other stuff that I kind of had to like focus on and think about and you know because you kind of keep going you can't really super duper bask in stuff and so I kind of had to like but that morning it was like I literally just still could not think like I had to just yeah it was just a really great like turnout I was not expecting that like this is my first it's not my it's my first time participating in Cyber Monday and last year I was in a completely different space. Like right. last year we did like 300 bottles around this time of year and you know the Cyber Monday we did 12,000. So it's like that wasn't anything that's not a comparable experience at all. Right. So I didn't really know how to prepare for it. I didn't really know what to expect at all. You know, we pre-prepared about um 8,000 bottles just thinking that you know maybe we would we would sell that much and then we were going to just if anything let it go up to ten thousand but then my team was like no like cause it was going it like was, going yeah like it was at like ten thousand bottles sold at like 12 o'clock and i told the people that it was going to be an unlimited sale for the entire day right and so it was like dang like how are you going to say that the the sale going to last 12 hours and it only lasted 15 minutes two. you know what i'm saying like it only lasted and one of my employees was even making a joke about it because the sale started at 10 and right. then she was like i know i like she was basically saying that you know i know i said it was gonna last 12 hours but i really meant till 12 because <laughs> literally it was like 11:55, and i was like bruh it's already ten thousand. right now that's amazing that's a a lot of people you know you know, being an entrepreneur, man, like, a lot of people, you know, they hope for, like, a really good experience during Black Friday, during Cyber mm -hmm. Monday. To, to know that you, you know, you crushed it at such a, a short time frame. I know, like, your mind was probably like, oh, my God, oh, my God. I seen the excitement in the video, your reaction. I know, like, wow. Okay. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So, you're only 20 years old, and you're a boss. Like, you're a legit a boss. Like, how like do you have a mentor or do you have anybody that you can ask questions ask for help i follow you on twitter i see you asking questions all day and i have to admire you for that because a lot of people don't like to ask questions a lot of people don't a lot of people like to act like they know it all you don't act like you know it all where do you think like what makes you not act like that um because i'm a new entrepreneur like even though i've had a lot of success in a short period of time like of i'm course. still a startup business of course Okay, okay. And um, as far as this short period, this short, this success that came at such a rapid rate, what do you think, you know, attest to that? How do you think, like, you got such a big explosion in such a short period of time? Um, well, I can break it down into three reasons, because I've of actually course. kind of, like, thought about this already before, in of terms course. of just entrepreneurs in general. I think that, you know, one of the, like, the what, one of the three things that has really made this business successful and allowed me to be successful in such a short period of time is like, one, the product is really good. Absolutely. I think that something that a lot of other entrepreneurs may struggle with is they don't actually sell a good product. And there's nothing wrong with that. You can always enhance your product. I enhance my products all the time, still to this day, to this day. Like only maybe one product that I have is the way that it actually started out. All the rest of them have been enhanced over time. Um, and you know, I think some people may, may not have a great product and there, mm -hmm. that's why it's having a tough time selling, sell something that is proprietary, sell something that, you know, 
a, a whole bunch of people aren't selling. So I think that that's like a hard thing with that, you know, and even if a whole bunch of people are selling it, you can make it special. You know, Absolutely. I've seen other people sell something that I just would think was so not proprietary and they made it proprietary. Absolutely. So there's that. I think that being a CEO, like in a good CEO, like leading your company to success, constantly being innovative, constantly, you know, marketing and constantly just leading your team in a way because Absolutely. my team is fantastic. They're, they're excellent. They are the reason why this company has grown to where it's at. I don't even say that, you know, I built this. I say that me and my team, we built this. This is our company, you know? And so there's that. And then also I think that being able to manipulate social media, like there are certain people that I would call like a social media sensation. And there are people that are just not, and you could be successful and, and not. And, but if you are a social media sensation, your name will get out there, you know? And I don't, I'm not the biggest, I'm not the big, like, there are other entrepreneurs that are my age that are doing higher numbers than me, you know, not many, you know, I'm definitely like top three, but <laughs> I'm not the highest. However, my name might be just as big as theirs because I manipulate social media better. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. Um, thank you so much. Thank you so much for answering that question. So, um, Another question that I want to ask you is um, a question that I ask a lot of people that come on my show is what's their definition of success? If you can, if you can um, define success in your own words, how would you define success? Um, I would definitely say like for me personally, just being able to like build something with like my team, which is made up of like my family and friends and it becomes something that could change all of our lives for the better and for so great that of something that we never even thought it could be like so of many of us, you know, especially myself, I've been down bad, you know, and been in places where I never believed in happiness. You know, I never believed in prosperity and it's like so many people around me felt the same way. You know, we've all been struggling before and it's like, literally now it's like showing us like, yo, happiness exists. Prosperity exists. A good life. You can actually live that. And so being able to, like, build something with my team that we all get to, you know, really see, feel happiness and see the good things in life is, like, you know, is really the thing that I'm, I guess, you know, most proud of. Or you said what you consider success. Yeah, that's what I consider yes. successful, yeah. That's a beautiful answer. I believe happiness is the key. It is the goal. Sometimes it's hard to feel happiness, you know, if you're looking at your situation for what it is temporary at the moment. So. I definitely agree. That's a beautiful answer. Um, just to kind of piggyback off of that, you, you've had extreme success in a short period of time. You've said you've been an entrepreneur for about a year now. That's amazing. That's incredible. Are you, do you think that you're successful and are you content with the level of success that you currently have? Yeah, I think I'm incredibly successful. I think Absolutely. that, I mean, like, you know, there are other, like I said, there are other entrepreneurs that have higher numbers, but they also been in the game longer. You know, Absolutely. I'm definitely the newest out with the highest numbers. And even when they were in my position, like in their first year, they did not hit the numbers that I'm hitting right now. Absolutely. So, you know, I'm the new kid on the block, but it's kind of like, you know, the the young goat. You know what I'm saying? Like, I love just it. to kind of like give you some context, but it's kind of like there's LeBron James and then there's Zion. But it's like, you know, he's going to be the next. LeBron maybe or if you want to look at it like Jordan and LeBron or Jordan and Kobe or whoever else like there's a there's an OG and then there's the new kid on the block and they're going to become an OG and they're going to become you know the goal one day or whatever the case may be so yeah absolutely and because of your energy and because you already visualize it you see it for yourself you, you absolutely will 
be the GOAT. I already see it now. I can only imagine you another year from now, two years from now, three years from now. I feel like mindset, you know, confidence is key. Confidence is everything. How do you feel that confidence has played a role in your success? I feel like your confidence beams off of you, right? I see in your suits. I see your energy. How do you feel like confidence has propelled you to the level of success you are now? Um, I mean, I think it, it really just comes from, like, the people around me. Like, my okay. team believes in, like, this sometimes. Not when I don't, but, like, when I can be, like, fearful or when I can be, you know, skeptical because they just – they're the ones that really fuel me, you know, sometimes. Because yeah. sometimes, like, I could think, oh, yeah, like, we're going to do these numbers or we're going to do this. And sometimes a sale may not go that way. Yeah. And it's kind of just like sometimes you start to get skeptical, like, oh, damn, like, why, why is this? Why is that happening? Like, what's going on? Like, am I falling off? Like, you know, you start to ask yourself questions like that. And then my team will just be like, no, like, if this is just this is just how it is. You're still growing. Like, it takes time, like literally baby steps. Like, I mean, it's not baby steps, but, you know, steps. And then, you do it amazing, of course. Yeah. So. Yeah. It sounds like your team is your backbone. Like they really like keep you going. Yeah, they do. I talk about them a lot. I know people probably tired of hearing me talk about them, but I talk about ah, them. Ah, bro, having the, that's that, that's what makes you a, a great leader. It's not yeah. about you. It's about the team. You yeah, know, you absolutely. can't, you can't, you can't succeed. And nobody does it right by themselves, right? You have absolutely. to have a great team to be able yeah. to succeed. If you have a bad team, that means you're a bad leader. So yeah. the way you talk about your team, I can tell that you're an excellent leader. So I gotta just clap, clap it up for you, right? Clap it up for you. Okay, okay, okay. I like how this is going. I like how it's going. I love your energy. Okay, okay. <laughs> so I see you doing your hair. Are you doing your hair with your own products right now? Um, I go to my salon. Nice. My sister works there. She's That's a slight flag. There. That's a slight flag. You go to your own salon. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But I, I had it when I was doing when I was doing hair, okay. and my sister worked there back when I was doing hair too, and so she's been around pretty much almost as like almost just as long as me. And so she does my hair, yeah, and with my products, yeah. How long have you been growing your hair? I'm about to grow my hair back. So eleven years. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Okay. Do you grow it for like a? Well, I know you said you haven't really been religious. Is it like any type of? Was it something like your family? Like does your mother, like your parents have locks as well? I mean, my mom does, but no, that's not for. We're not like it's not for any religious reason. Okay. Okay. For the people that don't know, where are you from? New York City. You from New York? Yeah. Oh, man, my girlfriend from New York. Do you think that where you're from definitely has something to do with, like, your hustle? Anything like that? I know New York oh, yeah. is they breed hustlers. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I think that, yeah, I definitely do. Because I think that, for one, like, like you can see a, there's a lot of, you kind of have to have a certain level of success to even live here okay. because it's expensive. Mm -hmm. So you literally will see you can and you can go to I think maybe in other places you can't necessarily go to the rich neighborhood, but you can literally walk past a billionaire in New York City if you go downtown. You could yeah. walk right past them. You could be sitting in the park chilling with you know what I'm saying? Because like that's how it is. Like there are certain areas of downtown that people frequent all the time that, you know, that are high traffic areas that it could be a billionaire there. And it's like to see that and to see how people live, like Literally, like, New York is a place where it's, like, it could be a freaking luxury building and then a project across the street. Like, literally, the place that I'm moving to, there's a project across the street. 
Absolutely. And, you know, just being able to look in the project and see that luxury building and know that every single person who's walking out of this building is got to at least be a millionaire. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, wow, like, how could you not want to do more with yourself? And how could you not be like, yo, I want to be up there one day in this building? I love yeah. it. I love 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 that energy. I love the energy. Um, speaking about, you know, being able to walk and stumble across other millionaires, other billionaires. Congratulations, you are a self-made millionaire, correct? Yes, thank you. That's amazing, congratulations, you're only 20 years old. Being able to kind of stumble across these other millionaires and billionaires, how important is relationships to you? Important. Okay, have you been able to chance, I know COVID is going on right now, have you ever had the chance, have you had the chance to be able to kind of network with other people and how do you do that, you know, with, with, how do you do that in the midst of, you know, everything that's going on now? How do you network? Um, through social media, I mean, I've been getting actually, like, noticed by a lot of the bigger entrepreneurs, like, they'll literally, like, you know, come into my DM and just congratulate me or kind of, like, mm -hmm. connect with me and, you know, comment under my stuff. And I'll be like, oh, my goodness, like, you know who I am? No, like, I am. <laughs> buy your stuff. Absolutely. So, yeah, just through Instagram. Nice, nice, nice. Okay. The power of social media. Social media pretty much changed your life, if you, if you want to say so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do you feel like social media has helped you grow your business like in the midst of everything that's going on? Do you feel like social media is kind of responsible for the growth of your brand? Absolutely. Yeah. I yeah, cuz we're we're only on all of our customers come from Instagram. Well, not just Instagram. Now it's like Insta. Now I have more platforms, but initially it just started with Instagram. You know, now I have a platform on Twitter and now I have like a platform on Facebook that I didn't even know was there, but people have been searching for me on Facebook. Apparently, people are talking about me in, like, these lock groups or lock chats or whatever the case may be. And so they've been looking for me, like, where, who, who is this person and where do I buy the products? And it's like, I just was never on Facebook to even know that. Nice, nice. So are you the one managing your social medias or do you have, does your team manage your social media? Um, I have a content creator and an assistant who, like, my assistant answers all of, all of the DMs. So I mm -hmm. have three Instagram pages. I have one twitter and yeah and that's pretty much it she answers the dms for all of those like my personal page i answer like the the dms that are in like the regular but in the general like she'll not the general what do you call it the request yeah in the request like okay. she'll answer those if like you know she needs to answer them sometimes. Okay. yeah so for you and like just being able to focus on whatever you're doing how important is it for you to delegate tasks oh very important very important. I, I always do that. Like, that is just how you get things done. Like, I'm not a super hard worker. Um, I would oh, I will always opt to work smarter than harder. Absolutely. So for me, I always kind of think of like, how I can get to a common goal without, you know, overworking myself or overwhelming myself. Because when you do that, you just, you can't do anything at all. Get burnt out. Right. You can't do anything at all. So for me, and it's like, it can get to that sometimes when you think you have to do everything on your own and you don't know how you're going to solve a problem and you're just like, I need answers, I need answers. What do I do? What do I do? What the hell? This is going to cause this, 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 and all these other bad things to happen. And then, you know, then it, once you have time to really think about it, you like, okay, I have a team. Maybe I can get this person to do this, this person to do that, that person to do this, and that person to do that. And it could be, you know, done if you can get to that common goal. You don't have to be the only one to kind of like do do it. Like, you can get everyone else to kind of chip in 
Now, did you always have this like this thirteen person team? No. At it started what? Out. Yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Um, it started out. I just initially I poured the bottles for the initial launch. Okay. And by the first restock, I had hired my aunt. And then at some point, I hired one of her friends who's known me since I was a baby. And at some point, who was the next person I hired? I hired one of my friends. And then I hired her, like, both of her sons, basically. And then I hired more of my friends. And, you know, and then maybe a little over time. Like, how does it feel being able to empower so many people, especially family and friends? You're able to give people opportunity that you may never have when you're younger. Like, how does that feel? Great. One of my proudest achievements. Wow. Probably the proudest achievement. Okay. That's amazing. That's amazing. And so you're only 20 years old. I, I keep saying that because you're the youngest person on my show so far. And like, it's, it's, it's like kind of, it's like incredible. You know what I'm saying? Because some people at the age of 20, some people don't even know the direction that they want to go to see somebody with a 13 person team, self-made millionaire with the confidence, you know, and the mindset that you have, it's amazing. I just want to say congratulations to you and all your success. That's amazing. Have you ever felt like you've been discriminated because of your age? Oh, yeah. I get discriminated against probably for everything. Really? What type yeah. of things do you feel like you get discriminated because of? Hmm? So what type of things do you feel like you get discriminated because of? Um, well, firstly, since we were saying age, yes. um, age, like, a lot of times people will not take me seriously because, you know, I can look young, like, I dress like this on the weekends, but like during the weekday, like I'll wear, you know, like I said, suits and everything and all of that kind of stuff. But it's like people still may not really take you seriously. People still may not really take your business seriously. People still may not really like just even respect you to a certain degree. Um, you know, of course, black police brutality, racism. Especially in New York City. Um I don't think that we're the worst. Okay. I don't think, just because I don't think that racism is as bad here okay. as it would be in like the South. Mm. Like New York City is like a more like accepting place, I feel like. like it is a melting pot. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's a lot of different kinds of people here. I think I think that New York City, and it's also like a blue state, I think that we're not really super, like, there's racism, but it's not, like, as bad as, like, I would never want to go to the South. Like, I'm in Atlanta right now. I just moved to Atlanta, so. (laughs) Okay, well, maybe, like, Atlanta's different, but, like, I would never want to go, like, upstate or go to, like, other parts of, like, Georgia where it's, like, red. Like, I wouldn't want to do that. So, there's that. I get discriminated against for being gay. I get discriminated against for a lot of stuff. Yeah. Okay. But I I don't be caring, so. You know, so, like, how do you, this nonchalant attitude, you don't care about what people think of you. Do you feel like you always had this attitude or just something that you kind of had to develop over time? I mean, it's not that I don't care what people think. I just don't care about people on the internet. Like, okay. I've been on the internet for so long. I know that it can be a nasty place. So I'm kind of not really ever surprised with it. And, you know, I know that th- there's people that are raised differently in different places, just from different places. And it just makes them, like, be a certain way just be completely different and everything like that so for me i'm kind of just like i I just it doesn't phase me at this point it's i've been on social media for too long for it to phase me it just doesn't phase me wow right 
And speaking of social media, I was able to learn about you through social media. I was actually going on your website the other day to check out some of your products. And I noticed that all your products are sold out. Right? All your products are sold out. So, like, for the people that actually want to get your products, like, how do they, do they have to wait for the next launch? Yeah. And, uh, and when do you think the next launch will be? I don't know. Uh, not a problem, not a problem, not a problem. Okay. So, um, as far as your products, I know I know before that you said over time you was able to kind of, you know, go over them and none of them really stayed the same except for the oils. Do you take... No, the oil of, has changed. The oil has changed. I'm sorry. Yeah. Do you take customer critique or how do you improve upon your process? Um... I could. It, it's all like, it could be how I feel. It could be okay. how people in the salon feel. It could be how customers feel. You know, like all of that stuff can make me want to like change something. Okay, 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 okay. Not a problem. So, do you do you feel like you take criticism well? If like somebody gave you any type of criticism as far as your product goes? Probably not. I mean, I, the the opinion that I respect most is like my own, you know. Of course. Like Drake has that line, like you know, you told me what was it? Like you told me never take advice. That was great advice. Yeah. It's kind of just like you know, trust your judgment, and you know, it's like if if one person was to tell me like, oh, you know, you should change this, I'm not going to just up and change it, you know, just because one person said it. Absolutely. You know what Absolutely. I mean? So I guess that's where I'm kind of coming from with it. Like thinking Absolutely. like that, like I'm not gonna just up and change everything because one person Absolutely. feels a certain way. Absolutely. Absolutely. So speaking of advice, I know that you've achieved a lot of success recently. Does, do you do you find people like DMing you, reaching out to you, coming up to you in the streets, asking you for advice? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. A lot. Okay. And Probably the, like everything in my DMs. Now, being a young entrepreneur, do you ever feel like intimidated for giving people advice? Do you step up to the plate and give them your advice? Like, how do you go about that? I mean, it depends on, you know, like who it is. Okay. I mean, I'm, I can't respond to every single person. There's like of hundreds course. of people. But, you know, if it's a person that I know, if, you know, like a person that has given me, I don't know, like if it's a person that I'm already speaking to, then yeah, but. Of yeah. course, of course, of course, of course. So if you had to, if there was a, if there was like a little boy or a little girl, maybe like 15, 16, that, you know, they were thinking about entrepreneurship, they wanted to, you know, start their own business. What's some, like a tip that you would give them? What's something that you wish somebody would have told you when you were starting? Drop out of school. Drop out of school. Well, I, maybe I shouldn't say that. Cause like, <laughs> I guess because you said, what would I have told myself? But I, I guess I would not tell someone else that. That's very frowned upon, but about the high school or college? Myself, like, stop wasting your time with school. <laughs> when you say school, you mean like college or high school? Oh, I didn't. I went to college for one semester. High school. That was a waste of time. They don't really teach you nothing. That was a waste of time. All I did was bum me out. That's it. I could have been getting this money a long time ago. Didn't need none of that. Wow. Okay. So you feel like you didn't really learn nothing in college? No, I mean, no, I actually enjoyed college. Like, when okay. I went for that one semester, it was a wonderful time. But it's like, okay. it was a waste of time in terms of I could have been getting this money. You know what I mean? I like, it could have been millionaire at 16 <laughs> if I would have stopped messing with that. Okay, okay. 
So what do you think, so self-made millionaire, what do you think led to you becoming a millionaire? I know you've done really well as far as business, but it is a mindset too. Like, what do you, how do you feel like mindset plays into your success as far as obtaining millionaire status and anything above that? Um, I mean, just being, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. You can have it. Um, but you said what what is my mindset um i guess you know just be grateful always be grateful because it really just it allows you to like because i think sometimes when people like or when i am i've always been like grateful for every single position that i've been in and because of that i've never really gotten discouraged by much you know now i kind of do because i kind of like have to meet certain numbers because I have people to pay and, and like bills and stuff. Um, but, <laughs> um, I have certain bills to pay and everything like that. And you know, New York City bills is high. Absolutely. And oh, girl, <laughs> yeah. So sometimes I will put a little bit of more pressure on myself. But starting out, I never did. Like I never was like I need to be here later, y'all. I would always kind of just be grateful for each position that I was in. Nice. Gratitude is key. Gratitude is key. Are there any specific books or podcasts that you like to listen to? Um, I watch a lot of YouTube. Nice. Um, it's not really specific. I will literally just search something up and then watch it. Um, but I watch a lot of YouTube. Like I literally was watching the other day, like holiday ideas for entrepreneurs or Black Friday preparation for entrepreneurs. Like, I literally will just, like, look stuff like that up. I have, though, I think, did you, uh, maybe, I'm not sure if it was your tweet, but did you interview Todd Billion? I did. He was actually on the last, I interviewed him last week. Oh, okay, cool. So, he actually interviewed me a long time ago. Oh, wow. Okay, how was that? It was great. It was, like, the first interview that I actually liked. And, um, basically, like, I kind of listen to some of his podcasts. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Wealth of knowledge. And speaking about Todd, really big into investing. Are you doing anything with your money? Or have you been investing in any type of real estate, stocks, any other ventures? Let's talk about that. Not at this time. This is all very new. Absolutely. Like, literally, I just reached this status, like, September. Wow. So this is all very new. I can't even actually really, like, purchase real estate yet because I don't even have taxes to prove that I've made this money yet. That's not going to happen until this December. Oh, so everything is still new to you. Is there anything that you want to get into in the future? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I would like to... I, first of all, I love real estate. I love real estate. My mom does real estate. She's um, had her own business for as long as I've been alive. Nice. Um, my name is Mia Menerville and she owns the Menerville company, which is a real estate brokerage. And so I, I like, I recently really gotten into real estate like so much and we'll literally like send each other like, you know, apartments and everything like that. And, you know, this next apartment that I'm going to be moving into is going to be, uh, it's going to be a, what do you call it? I don't know why it's slipping my mind right A condo. A condo. Okay. A condo. So I plan to buy that. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay, so you're not going to rent anything. You're buying it. Well, it's rent to own, so okay. it's kind of okay. like, you know, you you put all of your money that you're spending on rent will go towards your purchase. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. So, yeah. Nice. So I know you have... Like, 
Go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. No, New no. York City real estate is expensive. Okay, me, you ain't her. getting nothing for you know like a one bedroom, maybe a million dollars. Like I'm dead serious. Like that's not, and that that's not even in like a really fancy neighborhood. That's like uptown. Like it's a decent neighborhood. It's not like you're in like the you know the hood or, yeah. or whatever. Like because I don't want to say specific places and you don't know what I'm talking about. For sure. But do you know New York? I've been in New York. I went to when we went to New York last last year. I went to New York last year, so I've, I I'm not too familiar with New York. I know a little bit, but not too much. I, okay. I know, I know. I, I went to the Bronx. I went to New Rochelle. Okay, so the Bronx is considered like a cheaper borough. Okay. So, and there are certain areas of the Bronx that are like kind of like dangerous, so it's cheaper. Okay. And and there are certain areas of the Bronx that are kind of like up and coming, and so maybe a place in the Bronx might be less, but literally a neighborhood very close to the Bronx, like Harlem, which is where I live, is you'll get a, a one bedroom for a million dollars. And you might get a one bedroom downtown for like $6 million. So yeah. Do you, do you plan on staying in like, do you, do you plan on staying in New York? Do you feel like you're gonna branch out to different areas? In the um, I definitely want multiple uh, properties. So I definitely wanna have a property in New York. I wanna have a property in Jersey because Jersey's up and coming. And I do want to have a property in Atlanta because everyone's there. Like, yeah. it's like, damn, like, literally every everyone who is anyone is there at this point. It's just like, how can I network properly here when there's nobody here? Everybody's everybody would be in New York, but no one's here anymore. <laughs> Everybody's sliding to Atlanta, of course. Yeah. I mean, that's why we came out here. So, of course, of course. Um, it's a lot of influencers out here. A lot yeah. of people out here. Yes. Do, you, do you use influencers in your marketing? Yes, and she lives in Georgia. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. What's some of the influencers that you use? I only have one. Okay. Her name is Taco. She's okay, like decently, she's not super, she doesn't have like a million followers, but she's on YouTube. I think she has like 100,000 followers on okay. YouTube or 100,000 subscribers on YouTube. So, yeah. That's good. So, she's dropping a lot of nice content for you? A lot, like all the time. Like, it's very consistent. That's the thing. Like, I'm not super quick to like, want to like build my influencer team i kind of want to take my time with it because i want solid loyal consistent people so i don't really I, i'm not going so hard with that like as people come along they come along you know develop real relationships and you know like as i'm not super concerned about getting the person with a million followers like i'm kind of okay with because when i first met taco i actually knew taco for a long time and she probably, she wasn't really big at all. Like, I don't even think she was on YouTube when I first yeah. met her. She probably had, like, not even 10,000 followers. And, like, literally, she just blew up because she's, like, a comedian. She's so funny. Uh, and it's just, like, she got so popular out of nowhere. So yeah. it's, like, people grow. And they can, people pop. Like, social media, people pop out of nowhere. So Absolutely. it's kind of just, like, she could get to a space where, you know, she starts taking her comedy more seriously or whatever the case may be, continues with the YouTube. Maybe one day she has a million subscribers or a million followers or whatever the case may be. Wow, that's amazing. Shout out to Taco, shout out to Taco. How important do you think content content is for your for your brand? Uh, very important. We have, this is actually the content phone. Nice. You have your own content phone. <laughs> yeah, so there's a content creator and this is, this is her phone. These are my phones. <laughs> and this is her phone. So, um, but like you can see in the phone, like there's just like, yeah, like bunches. So 
like pictures of products, all of this, like pictures of hair, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I see it. So like, do you have like a content calendar? Do you have like a like a schedule? Mm -hmm. Nice. Mm -hmm. Nice. Okay, okay, okay. Nice, nice, okay. Well, are you are, did you finish your hair already? Oh, I was doing my nails. Oh, you said your nails, your nails. My bad, my yeah. bad. I could have sworn you said you were doing your hair. I'm sorry. Let me and, see again. Uh, Let me see one more time. Huh? Let me see. You got a clear coat? Yeah. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah, I had her cut them real short this time. Mm. Okay. So I got a few more questions for you, and then I'm going to let you go. I don't want to take up too much of your time. Okay. You're very busy. No, you're very busy. Yeah. So, another question that I wanted to ask, a few people were asking me is, do you, are you accepting any type of interns as far as somebody that wants to get involved with your team? I could, yeah. Okay. Like, so, what type of positions, like, do you have that anybody can kind of, like, reach out to you for? Um, I think we have three open positions right now. So I'm looking for another content creator. I'm okay. looking for a videographer um, for a consistent position that's like dedicated to our brand. Okay. And I'm looking for another warehouse associate. Another warehouse associate, okay. How big is your warehouse? 6,400 square feet. Nice, 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 nice. Now, I know that you, you know, you're still young and everything, but I know, like you said, a lot of people have been reaching out to you in the DMs. Do you feel like you will be offering any type of mentorship for any type of young entrepreneur that kind of wants to shadow you, anything like that in the near future? Um, I kind of have, like, my assistant's little sister, she yeah. does nails and she sells products, like, she sells products for nails. Okay. And, you know, at first I kind of, like, was mentoring her, but I think she feels like I'm too busy for her sometimes, so she doesn't really, like, text me as much as she used to about, like, stuff like that. But yeah. So, you know, I guess. Okay, definitely not a problem, not a problem. So um, I believe that's all the questions that I have. For. I just want to say thank you so much for giving me, you know, your energy and your time. I'm grateful for that. Hopefully we stay connected in the future. Is there anything that you want to say to the people, anybody where they can find you? Um. Yeah, so I'm near the lock god on Instagram. That's my personal near the lock god on Twitter. Nia the Lockout on YouTube. Um, and then our products page is Nia the Lockout Products. Okay. Yeah. I know right now you're sold out and you don't know any time when you guys are going to have the products again. Right. So, and that's that's actually really true because we were not expecting the um, Cyber Purpose. Monday. To, like I said, we oversold 4,000 bottles. Course. which is like really crazy so my team is still making bottles and it's uh, already been a week they're still packing like i mean i can kind of like i don't know if you have time but i can show you like oh absolutely i would love this yeah okay thank you if you see like this stuff so this is like the stuff that was all of this is sold and then they're still like making more so these were just made today these that are right here and it's like all of these boxes are going to be used to pack tomorrow. Yeah. So they're going to be packing. So they were here today making all of these boxes so that when we just start packing, it'll be a lot easier and quicker. Quite. So you can see all of these here. They're pre-made. And then we already, so this is like, this is our UPS. This is not always packed, but this is our UPS 
area and they already came to pick up but mostly we send stuff with the postal service so you can see this crate is full yes ma'am. and then you can see this wall it's full of boxes and then the toy. wow this these are all this is all like actual orders so these are all being shipped out and then there's more over here more ups over here. must hate you yeah i mean like my mail guy he loves me okay and these are like the shipping labels that they still have to pack so all of those orders over there are already packed and ready okay. to go out like here's like some more some more See what else. So like you, that. you you oversold four thousand, like that's amazing. Like how long does it take for you to like fulfill something like that? How long does it usually take for you to make that uh, like your products? I like usually they do uh, six thousand in a week. Okay. They pre prepare it and then it takes them a week to ship that out. Yeah. Um, but now it's kind of like crazy because we're really like off schedule and like we did not expect to sell that much and we sold so much and they were kind of just like yeah we can do it and they didn't even realize like how hard it was going to be and then with our new sprayer bottles you have to put them in a box okay. so there's like a lot more stuff that you have to put in boxes and there's just been a lot of stuff like going wrong and then we have to like try to fix it and do something and then go back and a lot of stuff's been going on that's kind of just been holding us back. So we've been coming in the weekend and trying to like make up for it. Damn, like so I won't be able to order nothing for Christmas then? I like and this is what I'm saying. Like we usually try to do a drop every two weeks. Yeah. Like we usually try to do like a big drop every two weeks and like a small drop in between. So we really try to drop every week. All right. But all right. I'm like across my fingers, seriously, then. like yeah, like we're like you saw the folder. Like, we're not even halfway done. <laughs> I can't promise a restock right now. Of course, I don't, of course. There won't be anything. Like, they don't. First, they have to ship. First, they have to finish making the stuff. Yeah. Then they have to ship all of it out. Then they have to prepare new inventory for a sale. I don't know when work. this is going to be even shipped out. Like, I have no idea. It might not be till the end of the week. Then they yeah. have to reproduce some more stuff. And then I can announce a date. Like, have your customers and your fans, like, like threaten you and, like, oh, my God, I need this, I need this. Yeah. Man. All I can say is, man, congratulations, congratulations, congratulations. These are good problems. You know, once you're able to, you know, solve these problems, you're going to be able to tackle on even bigger problems because you're going to be even bigger. You're, gonna be, you're already a global brand. You're already successful. More success is coming your way. These are, these are great problems to have. A year ago, you just said 300 bottles, right? Now you're you're you're, you're knocking out over 12,000. That's amazing. That's speaking to you know your success and everything that you're doing. All I gotta say is congratulations to you. I just wanna say thank you again for you know sharing your time with me. You know I'm Javier Lee. This is the Fly on the Wall. I just wanna say thank you so much. No problem. Thank you. Of course, of course. Have a good one. You too. Thank you. Another episode of the Fly on the Wall show, guys. You know, it's just a 20-year-old 20 self-made millionaire, 20 years old. Last year, she said a year ago, she, she, they were trying to fulfill 3,000 bottles. This year, over, over, over 10,000, over 12,000, actually oversold by 4,000. That's a testament to how your life can change. Your life can change just like that at the blink of the eye. Blink of, 
flip a switch, bring up the, whatever. You know, you guys know what I'm saying, right? So for those, you know, that feel a little discouraged about their situation, they don't know, like, how they're going to make it, you know, bills are due, you know, they're in school, they don't, they don't know what's going on in their situation. It's a pandemic outside. Trump was in office, all these different things. I just want to, you know, give you a little bit of encouragement. This is why I have these different guests come on the show. She's the youngest guest on this show, 20 years old, self-made millionaire, you know? She just spoke about, you know, the things that she's overcame in her situations and all these different things. She didn't know happiness. She just saw a relationship with God, all these different things. And so for you out there that, you know, you just want to think and create, maybe you just feel like, you know, nothing is going your way. I just want to show you that anything is possible. Anything is possible. Nothing lasts forever. Nothing lasts forever. So guys, I just want to thank you for tuning in. It's another episode of The Fly on the Wall. Thank you. Oh, by the way, check out this hoodie I got on, man. It's from the new collection. Cozy as fuck collection by Golden the Brand. This is the G-Suit Astro. Check it out, man. Shop Golden, shop Golden. But it's a little quick plug, man. So, you know, guys, thank you for tuning in for another episode of The Fly on the Wall with Nia the Lock God. Make sure you guys follow her. Check her out. Turn on her notifications so you can know when to get a new product. I need that. You know what I'm saying? My Scott looking a little dry right now. I need some of that, those products to get me right. So another episode of Flying the Wild. Peace. <laughs>